Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. We were over-intoxicated and under-informed. We're just three dudes talking news and drinking booze. I'm John. I'm Jason. And I'm Justin. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. I am going to be the only one drinking. This is a one-shot episode. I'm drinking. I'm having a vodka tonic or oh. vodka seltzer or whatever It does you call look it. like a vodka seltzer, so... It is. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Real quick, you haven't finished Hawkeye, though, right? Nope. Okay, real quick, I just want to discuss something real quick with the show. Overall, show's decent. Sure. You, you haven't finished it. doesn't matter. I'm like two episodes in. There's one line I want to talk about. So, in the musical episode, there's a musical, the, right? The first episode? Yeah, the first episode you see a musical, right? Yeah. This is a little bit spoilery, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. There's an end credit scene at the final episode, mm-hmm. which is the musical. is just played for you. Okay. But you already seen it, so it doesn't matter. Yes. Yeah, you're okay. Um, there's a line in there, right? Where Tony looks, or Steve looks to Tony and goes, "You got nukes to catch," and he like takes off because they're talking about the Battle of New York as a Broadway play. Yeah, right. It's a musical thing, and I'm just sitting here thinking, so does New York City know that the United States government tried to nuke them, or like how did they how do they rationalize that? How do they feel about that? Because they were aware that hmm. a nuke got sent to New York City. What do you think happened there? No, yeah, that that sounds about right. So one of two things either happened. One, either they all agreed to it, which I don't think is realistic, mm-hmm. or two, the U the United States government lied to everybody and said they sent a nuke to Tony Stark to like send at the Chitari, and that was the plan all along. I could see Tony Stark being like, for the greater good, this is something. Yeah, like I, I like even if you want to like own the government, I wouldn't yeah. want to agree to that because I'd be like, no, like. Because it would make sense kind of mm-hmm. why they would do it. They'd be like, oh, we got to close the portal or whatever. Yeah, it, it could be one of those things where you can steer it either way. But I just wanted to talk about that because I thought it was really weird that like New York City knows that yeah. the government tried to nuke them. And they're just like, all right, cool, whatever. We're still going to live in New York City, whatever. Well, that's New Yorkers. They're a different breed. They are different. But the main reason we're here today is we're going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Overall, good film. I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good? Okay. Uh, we're going to jump right into spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, probably pause and come back. Um, but yeah, if you have seen the movie, do you think it's the best MCU film of all time? No. No. I didn't. I don't Not think even, so either. I don't even think it would be top 10. Ooh, that's a hot take. Not top 10. Really? Because well, MCU. Okay. What do you got? So this is going to get in. Well, if you've if you're this far into the podcast, you've you've seen it already. Yeah, we got it. We know this what rests on five other or seven other movies, right? Technically, okay. Only two of those other movies that it rests on are in the MCU. Mm-hmm. If you want to take it at face value, as a movie by itself, it is not that impactful. I'll disagree with you so, on that a little bit. Well, no, no, no. as impactful as it is. If uh, you've seen everything No, else. I get it. So you're saying just based on the storyline, right? It's not as good as other MCU films. Yes. Where we, what 10 movies would you put ahead of it? Oh, like all the end games and stuff. All the Avengers. All See, the Avengers. If I, you want to include just MCU. I was going to say not top five because I think it is definitely top 10. Uh, nah. Because I'd give it, let's just say Endgame and Infinity War are the same movie. Because yeah. they're two halves They're basically the same, the same movie. movie. Let's just say that's one, mm-hmm. right? Well, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1, probably Guardians of the Galaxy, probably 1 and 2. I wouldn't put 2 in the top 5. Or top 10. Really? I thought it was fun. 
I, it's fun. I wouldn't put it top ten. I'd still well. Maybe, we're maybe just throwing fun. out. This is, these are all no, movies no I'm order. saying are better no than No Way Home. Really? Yes. I guarantee. Uh, no Way Home is better than Guardians at least Volume Two. I will say that for sure. I disagree. Okay. In okay. terms of an MCU movie or a movie in general? Just movie in general. In terms of. Yeah. In mo- terms of itself. The M- in terms of being in the MCU. In right? terms of being in the MCU, if you want to look at it like that. It's still uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two is better. What what gives Guardians of the Galaxy Two better? It doesn't it's, have five movies that are not. But it, wouldn't that say that Infinity War and Endgame aren't as good because no, those, those are continuity with the MCU. Okay. If you're talking just MCU, only the MCU movies are involved in this conversation. If you want to say just a standalone movie, most of these movies are better than No Way Home. If you want to say. As a movie that you have clearly seen the other ones, it's very highly this rated. This is interesting because I get what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. but I have a way to kind of retort it Okay, a little bit. You're saying because now they're in the MCU, those count? Well, that too, but like I was going to say as a standalone movie, right? Let's say hypothetically you know Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in the movie, right? Yes. I'm just going to refer to them as Toby and Andrew, right? That's fair. And Toby Tom- Parker. Andrew Parker. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, uh, like they're all Peter Parker. They're all Spider-Man, mm-hmm. right? The introduction of multiple Spider-Man is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't even have to know their movies. Uh, you were going to be aware of that anyway. It doesn't matter. They're Octopus and Green Goblin and mm-hmm. Electro is all in it. So you knew they were going to be involved somehow. But I was going to say, in the sense that Tom Holland's Spider-Man gets... Let's just focus on him. Mm-hmm. Gets his Aunt May dies... Yeah. Right. Replaces the kind of Uncle Ben death. Yeah. But still, like Uncle Beth, Uncle Ben probably died and inspired Spider Man to still be Spider Man. Yeah. However, what has been missing... I will say, to cut you off, I think the Aunt May death is the best one. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, Out of I, all the the relatives dying for Spider Man, I think hers was the best. I think it's way more impactful. Yeah. Uh, I really loved uh, Mar- Marissa Melissa Mar- Marissa Tomei. The woman from My Cousin Vinny, yep. had her, like, we got to know her a little bit more than Uncle Ben. Like, Uncle mm-hmm. Ben only serves as a purpose to die for Spider-Man yeah. throughout the comics. And, like, we kind of got it. Like, we didn't need to see it again. But mm-hmm. this is way more interesting because a lot of times Aunt May doesn't die. She stays throughout the MCU. Exactly. So to have her die and her, her serve that purpose is really cool. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker's poor again, which is something everyone wants to see. That's at the very end. I do... We could talk about that later with the ending. Okay. But I do like how they basically retconned everything towards the end. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. That's what I like about it is it kind of sets the MCU Tom Holland Spider-Man back on the path of being Spider-Man. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like I always liked the version in the MCU. Instead of being Iron Man Jr. Yeah, but now it kind of takes away his flaws. Uh, The ending where he he builds his own suit and he's not Mm -hmm. relying on Stark Tech anymore is really cool. So that – like on its own, I like – and I like Spider-Man mm-hmm. for that. And then I also like the scene. Do you have any other thoughts on why you would say it wouldn't be good? Like, what's Well, the... it's just the fact that it relies so heavily on all these other movies. Okay. Um, that's fair. And if you watched it at, at face value, you would have no idea. Like, you would see Andrew Garfield come in and be like, oh, okay, cool. He's playing a different version. D- d- so did those um, – when they happened – Yeah. Did you like? Put it this way, I was pumped, but I'm looking at it objectively as somebody who hasn't seen the other movies outside the MCU. Yeah, I was excited to see all of them, all of the cameos, all the other universe okay, characters. So put it, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, but like in in like how 
okay, like not just top ten MCU, right? Like in your own personal rating, like would you rank it the best Spider-Man movie of all time? Would you rank it the best MCU movie? Like for it's you? hard to say the best Spider-Man movie. It's basically the Avengers of Spider-Man movies. See, I was I wasn't even gonna say it's the best Spider-Man movie. To be honest with you, I would say Spider Verses. True. That's the one thing that was that did degrade it a bit mm. is the fact they've already done Spider Verse. I don't think that was the what what got it for me. What put it down a little bit for me was I knew Andrew and Toby were going to show up. I had a hunch like yeah, the entire like it was, time. It, it was one of those things where this is such a big secret. It's hard to keep all of that under wraps. Uh, I didn't really know until the trailers that William Defoe or Willem Defoe is came back as Green Goblin. Oh, really? And I want to talk about him in a bit, but I loved him. Okay, that's fair. We could definitely talk about. It. I just want to say, like, I felt like it ruined it for me a little bit. Oh well, like, yeah, because Endgame. Speaking of Endgame, there was a lot of scenes in Endgame mm-hmm. where we didn't know were going to happen. Specifically, like Captain America lifting Thor's hammer. Yeah, that was the, impactful. I for- totally forgot that they brought everyone back, and I knew they were going to have a big battle. They had to, but they- like the way that story was set up. I completely forgot, and when the portal scene happened, mm-hmm. that was incredible. But, like, that movie, the entire Spider-Man movie, because it's – I think it's really good, but it just doesn't take you away. It doesn't yeah. necessarily make you forget. It's like I know to- – like, Tom Holland's having a tough time with all the all of them. I'm like, all right, Toby and Andrew are going to show up, and mm-hmm. it's going to be good. Like, I knew it was going to happen. It, you know what I mean? You ha- – because it recalled so many other movies, like, yes, the Endgame – was t- recalling to Infinity War a lot, mm. but because it was kind of one half of a of a whole movie, it didn't matter. It didn't too feel much. like it. It just felt like you were continuing the same movie. Yeah. This one, because it's drawing on literally f- what do we say seven other movies, mm. you have you keep getting taken out of the story because you're like, oh wait a second, that's that one. Yeah, that's that one. Then that's that's that. It's like, oh okay, so you're trying to get back to oh you did kind of kind of like the end battle when they're on the Statue of Liberty and they're swinging around and like they each kind of stop to talk to each one. Yeah, like they have the conversation with Doc Ock and he's like, oh, it was a really sweet moment. Don't yeah, you? but it, like it kind of takes you out of it a little bit at the same time because they're yeah because it's so they are the same character in different universes, but there are distinct Peter Parkers. Okay, um, really quick. Like, speaking of that battle and, like, them talking, there was a really cool scene that makes it one of the best Spider-Man movies for me. Mm-hmm. And that's the scene where Electro is – he's getting depowered. He's getting taken away. They're they're trying to solve everyone's issues, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets depowered and Andrew Garfield takes off his mask and goes – and, you know, reminds me. He's like, hey, you, like, you doing all right? He's like, don't worry. I'm doing fine. And then he, like – he sees Peter Parker for the first time because he doesn't. He's never seen him under the mask, and he kind of chuckles and goes, "Kid from Queens, you're poor. You work for the the poorest of yeah. us. I thought you were gonna be black, and I thought that was really <laughs> awesome because it kind of speaks to the most important part of Peter Parker's character. Isn't that he's a white kid? It's right? that he could be anyone. It's that he can be anyone. He never takes his mask off. By the way, I didn't like that they took their masks off a lot of times. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> the CGI, it was it was dark, so it was hard to see which one was which. Yeah. The only one that had like a very distinct different suit was probably Andrew Garfield's. I would say I would say it, uh, it, it's like very subtle, but it was it was tough. It was a little tough. Yeah. You can good thing they had them talk, which was a good aspect of Spider Man in general. So mm. Yeah. But, but yeah, to I that, that point sweet. though, it takes away part of the continuity of it. Cause the whole point is Doctor Strange brought in all the people who knew who Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Yeah. If 
like Electro didn't know who Peter Parker was. Uh, the only way I think you can rationalize it is there's such a huge energy surge. Yeah. Because Electro feels like a pull. But this Maybe way, that's a... I don't give a shit about that. I don't care either. Like, I like the only way... The way I'm rationalizing it is there's a huge energy surge because he's talking about feeling energy. Yeah. And sensing energy. It so he like, just kind of went where the I energy was. I think he was. just kind of went where the energy was. Like, the magic wasn't pulling him, but he felt it yeah. and just went with it. You know, that kind of thing. So that's mm-hmm. why he went... Um, but yeah, I didn't mind. Um, what else? You want to talk about William Defoe? Let's let's just go through all the characters. Okay. Um, Tom Holland's supporting cast, MJ and Ned. Love them. Love them. Yeah. Do, do you think it was overdone at all? Do you think there was too much, or do you think it was the right amount? No, I thought it was pretty good. I think um, there needs to be more MJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I love Zendaya. Like I think she's a fantastic actress, and. Um, she, her and Tom, clearly, obviously because mm-hmm. they're dating in real life, but they have a very clear chemistry together. Yeah. And it's great to see. And I really love the way MJ's character is. Mm-hmm. She's better than the original MJ. Yep. And whatever her name was. I would her. say different or cool. No, because I did like Gwen Stacy. A lot of Emma people Stones. like Emma Stone. And I would, there. so did you hear that like Emma Stone almost was came back? That would be cool if she came back as someone specu- Spider-Gwen. I did see a speculation that like... They're having a tough time keeping Andrew and Toby under wraps. Mm-hmm. If they had Gwen Stacy Spider Woman show up, that would have been incredible. Yeah. Or I was kind of hoping that they were gonna go do a uh, um older Miles Morales and bring back Donald Glo- or bring Donald Glover into it because mm-hmm. he is in the MCU. But it would be cool to see him come out because that was something for a long time people were trying to get him as Spider Man. Do you think you do the next one? Like, do you add that? Do you do like a sp- I don't think it would be worth it. I think you you're better it, off starting with a young Miles Morales. So real quick, like because we're hopping all over the place, but you, you know the ending scene where Toby Maguire Spider Man gets stabbed stabbed. Yes, he was supposed to die in that movie scene, and that would have been fine. I thought that would have been a great ending to his character. However, apparently Kevin Feige came down and said no. That that's where Just reshoots in came in. No, apparently they he loved Andrew and Toby. Mm-hmm. Wants to bring them back for Secret Wars, which is a collection of yeah. multiple universes clashing together, and you get different versions of each character together. Yeah. So I think it could be really cool to see, like you're, what you're talking mm-hmm. about, Gwen Stacy, Miles Morales. You can do that. Yeah. And, and just and kind of, we get it, you know? The problem, actually, we just talked about continuity. The thing that I don't care about anymore, because remember when the first Spider Man, uh, Far From Home, or Homecoming came out? Yeah, there was an issue with the time, yeah. or one one of the Spider Man had an issue with a time jump, and it didn't add up. I think that was on Sony, right? They put like yeah, five years it was like eight years when it should have been five or something, or something like that. But either way, I don't care that much about continuity anymore. If you explain something properly, you could bring Hugh it's, Jackman in and just be like, "Hey, I've been here the whole time." I would not care. Yeah, just, I don't, yeah. When they bring Deadpool in, inevitably. Just, just bring him in. I don't like. You don't need to explain a riff in time. No, just he, they're here now. Yeah, deal I, with it. I, I totally agree. They got to do the Don Cheadle from Iron Man too. He's like, this is what we're dealing with now. Let's get, let's move on. Yeah, I, I like these movies are so um, big and massive, and mm-hmm. there's so much to kind of, and they're not planning everything. Yeah. they're not. Well, they're, they're, Kevin Feige clearly is. I think they're planning to a certain extent. 
but they're like kind of throwing things out there and letting see, seeing what people gravitate yeah. to, and then they're going along that path. Make yeah. mistakes, do random shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, anymore. I don't. I don't. Really I'm gonna care. see it. Except Eternals, I didn't see that. It's a comic book movie. You can fix it with oh, they all forgot or yeah. whatever. Oh, they went back in time or oh, it doesn't matter. All right, let's get back to it. So, so d- character, Doctor Strange. Cool. I liked his character. I Fine liked- enough. I remember seeing people complaining about like, oh, he seems too reckless in this one. It's like. He's always been reckless. He's always, yeah, he's always been a little That's hot-headed. Way, like, I think Infinity and Endgame were a little bit more out of line for his character. Yeah, because they needed him to be, like, a little more stern. Yeah, because, like, the way he is in Doctor Strange and even in this one, it would be like if he was in Infinity War and Endgame, he'd probably go yeah. along with what Tony's saying. And even subtly, they kind of mention how he has a chip on his shoulder because he got blipped and Wong is now the Sorcerer yeah, Supreme. Sorcerer Supreme. So obviously he's trying to, like, flex a bit. Yeah. Which... Good. Yeah, I, I thought cool. that was good enough. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And it, uh, it was a good way to take him out of it so that way um, – because he lost to math. Yeah. So it's like now Peter has to solve these issues and then just, it's not just go to Dr. Strange. Dr. Yeah. Strange just hits the button fixes it. And I'm assuming a lot of people at the end were complaining about how he got he, – Dr. Strange came back and he wasn't super pissed because it's – like he shows – that he's caring. He understands Peter's like trying to fix everything. That's why he doesn't hit the button right away and hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I don't agree. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Um, Electro. Good. Electro. Uh, they should have did that in the first time Electro was there. Yeah. Like they made him nerdy and all that. I was like, fine. But Jamie Foxx is I'm just Jamie gonna... Foxx's best as Jamie Foxx. I'm just going to say this. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies are a mess. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see those again. You know what I mean? Really? Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed all of the Spider-Mans. I, I didn't like the Amazing Spider-Mans movies. Um, I thought, looking back, Sam Raimi's Spider-Mans are really good. But I, to be honest with you, I don't need this. There's a lot of talk. Uh, we're deviating mm-hmm. away again. There's a lot of talk about like Spider-Man 3 for the Amazing Spider-Man and the Spider-Man 4 to see those characters again. Yeah. I feel like these characters had enough of a conclusion. We know Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man kept on being Spider-Man. He had a tough time mm-hmm. and he was like not pulling his punches, probably hurting a lot of people and then relax. Yeah. And you know, we can conclude from that. Tobey Maguire continued being Spider-Man and that was it. Yeah. Those characters continued on. That's we don't need to see them again. We should focus on Tom cuz a lot of people want to see Andrew Garfield take on Venom, Eddie Brock's Venom in the, mm-hmm. the original. And I'm like, I don't really care. I don't want to see it. I want to see the yeah, Venom I, symbiote suit go to Tom Holland and that storyline go with Tom Holland. Yeah, especially because these dudes are older. Like, you can do, like, a like secret war. That's fine. Bring it back. Yeah. We might as well talk about them now. So, Andrew Garfield, happy with him in the movie? Yeah. Uh, I have a hot take at the end of this, oh. too, about which Spider-Man I think is the best Spider-Man. In terms of... I think they're all good, but, but I think there is a... I, I have a hot take. I'll let you go. No, Andrew no. Garfield, good? No, no yeah, I, I liked Andrew Garfield. I liked him in the in his movies, too. Like yeah, He's a he's good a, Spider-Man. I was a little harsh on him at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. I think He was a very good Spider-Man in a movie that was not good, in a couple of movies that were That's not exactly good. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, was that your hot take? No, my hot take <laughs> is that I think out of the three Spider-Men we have, I think... Uh, Tobey Maguire's is the worst. Well, yeah. Because Tobey Maguire is not a good Peter Parker. He's not a good Spider-Man. He was just first. <laughs> he was first, right? And he's he's helped by the fact that everything else in that movie is really, really good. Mm-hmm. The villains are great. The writing's great. The director's the great. storyline's like... great. Everything. You know, besides maybe, like, the so- supporting cast, like yeah. his best friend and MJ. Well, put like... it this way. He's not bad. 
But no, in comparison, he's good. He's really good. Yeah, but I just out of the other two, he's like he, Peter Parker is a nerd, but he has friends. But Pl- like plus, say, even in the critique with Andrew Garfield, a lot of the time is that he's too cool. But that's based on the fact that Tobey Maguire's Spider Man came first, and everyone yeah. thought that's what because in the comics he's not that big of a nerd in the sense of, and he's a really good looking dude. Yeah, like that's fine. Yeah, like. Andrew he's great Garfield, hair. And he's, also he's Andrew, amazing. Andrew Garfield's the way he spite, fights as a spider and swings as a spider is really good. I think Tom Holland's is the best now. A lot of the issues, maybe moving forward, it's better, but like... I, w- I would say Tom Holland is the best overall Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree with that. But oh, that was my hot take, is he, I think uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is the yeah. worst out of the three. If now. you put all any of these three Spider-Mans into the Raimi-verse, mm. then they become the best one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at I don't I don't know about you. I refer to him as the Raim, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah. Not the Tobey Maguire. I call the other ones the Andrew Garfield ones and then the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Oh, just because you recognize it's the director more so than the yeah. actor. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Like it's not it's no knock on Tobey Maguire. I think he he did what he was supposed to do, but I mm-hmm. think at the same time like it was also very innovative. It, it, yeah. it started a lot of things. Between that, Blade, and X-Men, it was the beginning of the modern no, superhero. No, you, you, you got to put respect. Those are good movies. Don't get me wrong. And the, that's a good Spider-Man. I'm just yeah. saying, like, out of the three. Um, we're back. So so we basically talked about Toby and Andrew. Toby was good. I like, think they were all good. Like they were all good back. in their own ways. Yeah. Um, now let's go into the villains. villains let's go into... Get- let's, go, let's get rid of the amazing Spider-Man villain. So Electro, we said. Yep. Very good. Very good. Way better compared to what Lizard he was. Lizard was there. Lizard was there. He's fine. Yeah, he was fine. Everyone's I, making... Was it the same actor? Yeah. So what happened was... He looked was... different when he turned back into a human. What happened with Sandman and uh, the Lizard was neither one of those guys could get there. So that's why their characters are CGI the whole time. Mm. Is They just put them in and they did voice recordings from home. That's fun. And, sent in, and then they like came back for, for like... I think they took deleted scenes from the movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they were like, yeah, go ahead. Like We just can't make it because of time constraints or yeah. whatever. They were doing their own thing. But they, were, they, they tried to do whatever they could to help yeah. out. So that's cool. And so, other one, Sandman. He was cool. Huge gripe with him. Why? I think it was horribly mismanaged at Sandman. Because he's too touchy-feely? They picked the wrong time frame to take Sandman from. Because he, he mentioned when he's fighting with uh, Tom Holland that he knows Peter Parker, and he's cool with Peter Parker. But then he doesn't know Tom Holland. But no, no, no not even that. It's so... At the end of his Sandmaning, he was cool. Like, he was a good guy-ish. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of turns bad for most of this movie. Well, he was – it seemed like he was very hesitant. Like, he trusted Peter. He was like, right, well, okay. at the beginning. But then eventually he just turns into villain mode. And he's just kind of there. Like, why is he attacking him at the end when he's trying to get sent home? Well, I think because the – I get where you're coming from. Also, he, he – like, you could just tell him that he's not going to be killed when he goes back because he didn't do get – I don't think – I think he just wanted to get back as soon as possible. But then he should have wanted the cube to be pressed Yeah, because that would have sent him back. I don't think Peter was going to hit the cube, right? Like he was delaying to hit the cube. Well, all the other ones are trying to get the cube to prevent them from going back. But I think he was there to like try and press it, right? He did not show that – or they they at least didn't write him in a way that showed that. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair criticism. I I would disagree with If they took him out of his time – where he was still pissed off at people. Like, if they took out that line of how he already is cool 
with Peter. But I think that was the only time he knew Peter Parker. God, yeah, the, it, it's just I didn't like it because he was actually a cool character in Raimi's third movie. That's a fair criticism. I I liked it. I thought it made sense to me. But mm-hmm. if you didn't, that's fair. You but know it just I mean? stuck in my head. Like, wait, he was a good guy ish at the end. It was cool to see that character again. Yeah, I do yeah. like him though. Um. So now we got Doc Alfred, Ock. Yeah, Doc Ock. Alfred Molina. Incredible. Great. Great to see again. Uh, really good Doc Ock. I forget where I heard it, but they brought up a very good point that he is the exact same character, but he does not feel out of place in the MCU. No, but he, he still is the same Doc from the the the, the verse. The the octopus arms having the ability to absorb nanotech that was interesting. I didn't yeah. expect that. Like because when we see it in the trailers, he's absorbing the Spider-Man tech, and everyone thought it was like a change in reality or something, mm-hmm. or he was from a different timeline yeah. that hates Tony Stark or something like that. But no, it was it, interesting. It, was it makes cool. sense because they're artificial intelligent. We don't know exactly how smart it is. Yeah, so but also it could be the nanotech absorbing, absorbing it. like it's becoming one with it and integrating with it, which is fine. Yeah, and it was a cool way, like the way that Tom Holland figured out how to stop it. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. I like that. So yeah, he was fantastic as always. Yeah. William Dafoe, Green Goblin. William Dafoe, fantastic. So a lot of people are saying William Defoe Green Goblin is better than Heath Ledger's Joker. Um, it's close. They are in two different movies. Heath Ledger's Joker would be great in a non-Batman movie. Mm. Green Goblin Willem Defoe's Bat or uh, Green Goblin would not work in a regular movie, but works perfectly in a comic book movie. That's fair. Um. I, I don't know. Maybe, like, Joker's a little bit more... I get, I get where you're coming from. Because, like, I think those movies are grounded a little yeah. bit more in reality. Yeah. Um, but but yet, the heightened... Is he the co- best MCU villain, then? Green He's the Goblin? best Spider-Man villain, without a doubt. Yeah. Green yeah. Goblin's the best part. Yeah, for sure. I think he's um, better than Doc Ock. That but... one scene where he's all juiced up, and now he's, he's getting punched in the face... Before he kills Aunt May... He's getting punched in the face, and they're just throwing each other through a building. That was awesome. And he's just laughing. I'm like, this is so good. Yeah. It's so perfect of yeah. just being crazy and unhinged. I uh, I knew it was coming. Like, mm-hmm. I kn- you had to know it was Oh, something. yeah, when he did the twist. Like, I didn't, I didn't really care about I that. I didn't, but I did not care. Like, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was It was one of the best. Um, like- I like that they, instead of, like, him just revealing it, they did a long spidey sense yeah, moment that, reveal with it yeah it, it really just cool. built up the tension i was like oh it's like is like lizard coming through and about to like bust through or like i knew electro was like really against it like it was mm-hmm. pretty apparent like he was waiting to just kind he, of was, he was all for that energy the yeah. entire time but willem dafoe i'm glad that the the villain that kicked off the spidering mm. is the one that they made the main villain for this one yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I totally. And they agree. got rid of the mask, so because he is scary enough as it is, like he's a frightening man. Yeah, uh, they could probably make that suit even better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was really good. Um, what uh, do we have? Any other characters we need to touch? I think on? that's basically Happy Hogan's there. He was. He's he there. Was, he was there. Um, I can't. Yeah. Every... Okay, so here's another character I have for you, Flash Thompson. Okay. I, I like the actor anyway, so. So at the end credit scene, right, Venom is going to be in the MCU now. Mm-hmm. The the symbiote suit, so there's probably going to be a symbiote storyline going forward. That's cool. Love it. 
I love Venom. I think Venom's a really cool bad guy. I hate Eddie the Venom that they have in Sony right now. Oh, ta- ta- I don't. I don't like the whole anti-hero kind of thing going on. Yeah. I would much rather see Venom just be a bad guy right now. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see the Venom symbiote suit storyline. Mm-hmm. So I want to see the Spider-Man Venom symbiote suit. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are raising the question that Flash Thompson becomes Agent Venom. He usually he gets the Venom symbiote suit, and they they would like to see that, that version come. So a lot of people are like, "Oh, this ca- this actor can't do it." Yeah, I he could. The- yeah, he could. He could. Tony something, whatever. But like, first off, it's not that hard to get buff for a super- well, superhero movie. And he like, doesn't if- need to be buff. He's a giant alien. Well, I think Agent Venom is like a buff guy. Like he's an army. Well, dude. yeah, because isn't Flash supposed to be like a big football player? Yeah, he's a dude? big football player. And then Agent, like it, it, it's. It is a symbiote suit, but it looks more like armor. Yeah. So it's like over his body. So it's you know how like Venom kind of takes over and it's a big yeah. Hulk figure. Like Agent Venom's a little bit more like I guess you can say skin tight. Like it just looks like you're wearing. I mean, Venom. you don't need to be exactly like Hugh Jackman. His Wolverine is supposed to be like five foot tall, and Hugh Jackman is a huge Jack man. Yeah, true. Like make changes. Use good actors, especially he's young. Also, you could just recast it if you decide that's gonna be take a while i just that concern is dumb you can also do agent venom with somebody else yeah like you don't have to make it flash thompson you can make it literally anyone else yeah yeah i I definitely i definitely agree play with the continuity literally you just change the name be like oh this is this guy now um what else you got for me actually we run through everything unintentionally that i was going to talk to but i I have one more final thing Uh that i want to talk about and that's at the end scene. We finally see Tom Holland's Peter Parker. He um, he makes his own suit. Is that the best suit we've seen of Spider Man in the uh, Spider Man movies? It it's hard to say to be honest. I you haven't seen really, it. You can't really. It isn't it really dark. It's really dark, but the colors seem to line up. It's, it looks a lot more like the Raimi suit without the raised webbing. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I, I like any version of the suit because it's always pretty cool to see a change up. Yeah. I, I love the idea of Tom Holland having that red and blue, mm-hmm. like his version. If you've seen the civil war, there was a concept to have a little bit bolder mm-hmm. lining on his, his, uh, yeah, like really accent the webs and it's not bold enough in that civil war movie. Like it's good, but it's not it's subtle. It's, so, it's too subtle. Yeah. And in this, it just it looks like it's straight off a comic book. Yeah, which is I love that. You know what I mean? I mm. love that we are getting a comic book version. So that's what I was just trying to say. No, yeah, I, I like that. And we alluded to it earlier, but how the ending redconned a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Um, I know I've had discussions about like, what does this mean for this? How did this happen now? Like, did Spider Man help with Thanos and all that? The key is, don't overthink it. Well, it's it's clear that they all know Spider-Man helped. Yeah. So they're all aware that Spider-Man... Spider-Man still exists. Yeah. I think Spider-Man stopped Mysterio. They know that. They know Spider-Man helped out with Thanos and was Avenger or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he just... They don't know who Spider-Man is anymore. Like, that's just all it is. That's that's perfectly fine. I don't need any more explanation for it. Mm -hmm. You don't need to rewrite a bunch of the Marvel history. Just... Literally say magic. <laughs> yeah, Ma- it, magic is the reason why everything else it happened exactly the same, except they just don't know he's Peter Parker. Yeah, and which I'm totally cool with. Um, again, like I don't need to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire's own movies, even though it's a huge push for that. I just think like 
let these characters come back and be like one shot off. Like focus on Tom Holland's version. Yeah. Um, oh, I had another thought. What was it? You could do it. I believe in you. Oh my god, I had one other thought about like the Spider Man thing. Oh, the whole Spider Man thing. The the thing of the movie we just talked about. Yeah, it was like the future of Spider Man. Oh, do you want to see him like work at the Daily Bugle? Like, see that actor. Come I want to. S- I want to see him. Take so, what I think could happen? Because isn't there in the comics he starts like Parker Industries or something? I think yeah. Eventually, that's a long de- way down the road. But, but obviously, yeah, he's, he's smart. He's trying. He's at the very end. He's trying to get his GED so he can become a, an actual citizen again hmm. because he doesn't exist. So I'm hoping he gets in, gets in the college. And then eventually just kind of maybe gets into the uh, Stark industry type stuff to get the finances and then start his own. Maybe. Yeah. Because be instead good. of him just be given the Iron do Man you, shit. Do you want – so like obviously Andrew Garfield dropped Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. He knows who Doc Ock is. He knows Kurt Connors is a lizard. Yeah. He knows – Do you uh, think all of these characters are going to come back in the MCU well, I was but gonna say, in their version? I have – I feel like you can stay away from them. Like even though Doc Ock – and Gwen Stacy are pretty iconic characters. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people are talking about, like, you can bring in Black Cat, who's Felicia Hardy, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you don't have to bring in Doc Ock yet. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you would do it, but there's Craven the Hunter, there's I don't even Rhino. Think you, need, you don't need to. Just keep evolving with all this. And because everything's so intertwined, I don't care if you bring in an, another Iron Man villain into. Like, if you brought in other villains, yeah, just have them all intermingle. I mean, Spider-Man has the chameleon. He has, he has a huge His Rose Gallery, gallery is huge. huge. Um, I definitely want to see him take on Venom next. I think what the storyline should be for next one, because it looked like MJ was aware who Spider-Man was. And if you want to keep Zendaya... Oh, in, yes, the ending. Yeah. So the, at the end, uh, everyone forgets who Tom Holland is. Mm-hmm. And Tom Holland tells MJ and Ned that he's going to come back for him and tell explain everything to him so that way they can still have the same life. Yes. At the end, he chooses not to. He See, did... why do you think that? Because I got a different feel of what I heard people explaining about it. Okay, so I got the feeling that because they got into MIT and like it's, their lives are safer without him in it. Like he felt a sense of responsibility because we got the incredible line from Aunt May with great power comes great responsibility, which I love. Also comes great responsibility. Yeah. It's slightly different. No, it's um Is it's it more accurate? Ac- it's the actual one from the comic books. It's misquoted. Ah. Like I just misquoted it, but the way she says it is, is the actual correct. line. Cool. Yeah. But as far as the with the MJ and Ned thing, I didn't see it as oh, they're better off without me. I saw it as, oh, he saw she got hurt. It's kind of, you can't rush into that. You can't just, they were in a romantic relationship and Ned, they were best friends. Mm -hmm. You can't just jump back into that. What are you going to do? Start just unveiling all the secrets that they've told you? You're going to look crazy and like a stalker. That's fair. I took it the other way because he had that note. And well, he, that that makes more sense. I took <laughs> but it. I also was like, oh, he's just playing to the th- situation. It's like, oh, I need to take my time. Maybe I'll keep going to the shop, saying hi, getting to know him, try and get into the same school, and then play the long game instead of just – if someone came up to you and just info dumped, it's like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. We used to date. I was best friends with him. Yeah, it'd be, you used to do all these things that you don't remember anymore. It would be insane. I'd be yeah, like, you'd, okay. you'd look crazy. Yeah, it would be like, all right, I'm calling the police now. But 
I like the way it ended because if you want to keep Zendaya, you can. Yeah. Because the way it looked like to me was she was hurt and she saw that he like kind of was observant of that. And she's always watching people. She's talked mm-hmm. about how she's observant and she's smarter. And at the, her last line is, if you don't, I will. Yeah. Like, I'll figure it out. And I think she's smart enough she can. I think you can play it off in the next movie. You can have Craven the Hunter who's being introduced. Mm-hmm. He's he's there to hunt down Spider-Man. Maybe he's hired by Joe... Uh, Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson? Yeah. To go find Spider-Man. Tracks down, like, his scent or whatever to MJ. Mm-hmm. And then, like, mm-hmm. Spider-Man keeps his secret identity. But, he like, MJ now is aware that Spider-Man and her are connected for some reason. And she has no idea. And then he and she's like, it. she's like, I got a weird feeling about this guy. I got a weird feeling about Spider-Man. Starts, like, tracking. Ah, you that's could, fair. You could play a movie where... You can give a movie away from this relationship and kind of play with Black Cat, who has a relationship with him. Yeah. Or just any of his other love interests, because he has a few. Mm -hmm. Good on him. And then have Zendaya show up again as MJ, probably in more of her more, like, red hair. You don't even have to give her red hair. I think it would be cool to have Zendaya's red hair. Like, like be like a model or whatever, because I think she plays a model. She would not be a model. You don't think so? Not not this version of MJ. This one's smart That's and fair. actually driven with shit. I think in the Spider-Man game, she's a reporter. Mm. So that would make a lot more sense if she becomes a reporter. And then he joins the Bugle or something. Yeah, something like that, maybe. I, there's a lot of options. I think there's a lot of options. But they there. should definitely keep the characters. They're both young, and they have a lot of leg, leg work, leg room to I th- continue. I, th- I think it'd be cool if Tom doesn't tell her she figures it out again. Mm-hmm. And then he he tells her everything that happened, and they kind of reconnect. Yeah. Would you like to see Ned as a villain though? Because villain he doesn't know. What that if he's he becomes Hobgoblin? No. What if he becomes Agent Venom? No. So in the comic books, Ned. I know. Oh, becomes. Oh, so you're saying he becomes Venom? Yeah, because he's Actually, he's a pretty stocky dude. You can kind of just like make him look taller. They just do CGI. Well, not well. I mean, with the actual Venom, Venom thing, CGI. but you can make him like bigger because i saw i saw a thing on uh snapchat stories it's like ned loses a hundred and something pounds maybe he's getting shredded he is he is a he said he was getting shredded for a role and he said it was for this role mm-hmm. so and a lot of people thought that meant he was going to be goblin in the movie like it wasn't mm-hmm. actually william defoe's him or he was a sixth member well either way i think it would be cool because maybe like you do a thing where he uh, he start he gets back with mj or um, Peter gets back with MJ, but he doesn't go back to Ned, and then yeah. Ned takes that as an offensive to him, yada yada yada. Or just That's how he becomes. There was a lot of hints because Ned says like, "I'm never gonna be, I'm never gonna turn into a villain for you and try and kill you." Yeah. See, that happens whenever somebody brings it into the world. What are you trying to tell me right now? I'll never hurt you, John. Oh goddamn it! We're villains now. Yes. Um, but no, there's a lot of potential. The movie was really good. It's only great if you've seen all the other movies. I th- I think um that's fair. Yeah. I think with the MCU they always like they gravitate towards the thing that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. So if you enjoy those ideas of MJ finding out he's Spider-Man again, Ned becoming a villain and like the Venom symbiote story becoming back or mm-hmm. whatever. Or at the very least leave it open to possibilities. Cuz I think you could do both. You could have Craven the Hunter threatening MJ. Mm-hmm. The Venom symbiote suit latches on the to, uh, to Tom. Mm-hmm. And he gets that power up and he like has anger issues or whatever and you could have yeah. that symbiote suit or whatever. 
Yeah, no, sky's the limit. I think there's a lot there. But yeah, and I think the MCU will gravitate to whatever the fans yeah. enjoy. Yeah, overall, you're right. I think it was a good movie. Uh, I don't know if it's the best, but if, if people thought it was the best, I don't really mind that either. Like, I can understand why people feel that way. I think that's a lot of emotion. The Spider-Man, the Raimi Spider-Man 2 walked so this movie could run. Yeah, I think um, I think this movie sets up a greater future, and I think that's what's the yeah. most exciting thing about it. And it just shows that you can bring in aspects of other Marvel properties that aren't necessarily in the MCU and still make it successful. Yeah, which is what I think they're going to end up doing. Yeah. Oh, I have one more hot take. <gasps> At the end, we get a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness King trailer, trailer yeah. right? And there's a lot of reshoots going on for this, right? Cool. However... This is my hot take. A lot of people, usually that's a, sim- a sign that the movie's bad and you have to redo it, right? Yeah, not necessarily. However, I think what happened was Spider Man, like, it was just before this, but this movie was doing so well and being so well received that they went, oh shit. Let's go madness, sir. We can <laughs> do more. We can bring in mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. We can bring in whoever. Yeah. All apparent- you need to do is bring in one person from each of the respected universes, mm. and then boom, you're good. Because I wonder if Multiverse of Madness was originally going to be more grounded, and you're just popping through different yeah. multi- – like it's it's supposed to be a horror movie. Which was, I'm pumped for. Yeah. But I wonder if now they're like, oh, we can just do more cameos, and they'll get it. Yeah. They're nerds. They get it. Yeah. It's at the point where we've been invested in Marvel for so long that – do whatever you want. Just make it work as a story. Even people who are ca- – like there's so much information out there. Like people yeah. who are casually and are always looking up more information. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're listening to a podcast called Hot Takes and Beer Breaks. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah. But uh, any final thoughts? No. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This is Hot Takes and Beer Breaks signing off. Thanks for drinking with us. Find us at Hot Takes and Beer Breaks on social media and wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Adios. Bye.